Louisiana, why am I getting reports that you banned dancing? We got both, so we turned the whole state into Footloose. Can I be Kevin Bacon? Can you dance? Of course. Salsa, tango, merengue, bachata, and uh, dirty. I can teach you the good ones. Swing, zydeco, Cajun jitterbug. Y'all are forgetting the best two dances out there. Line and square. What is this, geometry? You forget circle and triangle or just don't know how to do them? <laughs> Y'all just jealous you can't boot scoot like me. What in the world is happening right now? Something beautiful. Just relax, sloppy tie. Is it really? That rule was from months ago. Some cool y'all found it and people freaked out. So it's not banned. No, can never ban this Fado though. I still don't know what that means. And you never will. Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 6 of Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest at ADHD Adventure. Today we have special guest Ben Brainerd, comedian extraordinaire. In this episode we talk about alligator wrestling. We talk to him about having ADHD and being a content creator. I'm pretty sure I made a killer citrus joke, citrus-based joke. That's a lie, just fast forward as always, before we begin, we have a couple of announcements. First and foremost, if you're interested in supporting Infinite Quest, we do have a Patreon available. Patreon.com slash Infinite Quest. But if you're strapped for cash like we are, the best and easiest way that you can support us is by going to your podcast listening venue of choice and leaving us a review and a few stars. All right, that concludes our announcement section. And without further ado, here's Ben Brainerd on Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest in ADHD Adventure. Here we go. Transition. Transition. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest. It's me, Katie Soros. And it's me, Hey Goon. And we're here with an exceptionally cool and special guest. I'm trying not to freak out. It's fine. It's Ben Brainerd from TikTok. Hello. Hello, it's, it's, it's me from TikTok. It's, we, see, it's true. It's, he's here. You heard <laughs> him talk. Him. <laughs> it's, it's real. Um, so you might know um, Ben. He does, he does many things on TikTok. He's a fantastic comedian. Um, you might know him. His, his state videos are very popular in which he wears many hats. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. <laughs> um, but you know what? Ben was kind enough to come on, and we just thought we would vibe and chat about TikTok and ADHD and comedy and all sorts of cool things. So um, here we go. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really hot here in, in in lovely Georgia. It's hot and humid, and we're film, we're recording in a different location than normal. And it's like ten times more humid in this room than I expected it to be. I just wanted that to be stated on the record because do you my, guys like, know all... what state I live in? Actually, no. Florida. What state do you live it's in? It's Florida. I live in Florida, oh. the hot, humid capital of the of yeah, the country. Not, I believe it's not great. And we just had a okay? tropical storm hit yesterday. No, I'm fine. I. <laughs> I'm half alligator at this point. I don't care. As (laughs) fine as someone is legally allowed to be in Florida, that's me. (laughs) I'm just doing... (laughs) I never tell people I'm doing fantastic, but I am am well. I'm living. I'm surviving. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being here. This is like really cool. We were so excited when you agreed to be on and and like I speak for both of us when I say we think you're just great on TikTok and so yeah. we're, we're just really pumped that you're here. Yeah. Um, and thank you for imagine our me. surprise when you were like also I have ADHD and we we're like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> imagine my surprise when my psychiatrist was like, "Yeah, no, that's exactly what you have." Um, I wasn't surprised at all, but he did not even look at my results. He like made me fill out this paperwork because I was like, I think this is what I have. And he was like, oh yeah, just fill this out. And I filled it out and he didn't even look at it. He's like, no, you got it. (laughs) Now, was this, was this recently? This was actually just in January. Oh, okay. Well, hey, welcome to the club. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a late, late diagnosis person. Yeah. I, um, 
Yeah, so there's a lot of us because we just grew up thinking that things were fine. Right? <laughs> were you also like really good in school when you were a kid? Yeah. And so, yeah, people just called you lazy and not broken. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yep, 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 yep. That that's is pretty much it. I got to all of high school. It was just like, why aren't you doing the work? And I'm like, because I'm getting A's. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> why would I do that? That doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> and then I got to college, and it's not like the work was all that hard. There was just more of it and I had to travel to get to college and I didn't live a mile away like I did in high school and then I got bored uh so I just stopped going altogether and uh then I was like you know I have I think I have this thing and then I went and uh both of my parents were like nah and then I went in the psychiatrist was like oh yeah for sure <laughs> Well, congratulations. I mean, I, know, I always feel like weird because people tell me all the time. They, they're they like, hey, I just got diagnosed. I'm always like, congrats. And then I'm like, that seems wildly <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on your mental illness. Yay. You're not but broken, I never know. but you're not fully capacitated. It's wiggly. Um, yeah, but so so you were an academically successful kid, which this, yes. this is my wheelhouse because – I that is my story is I've, I was always been brilliant at school because I didn't have to try and then right. the trying happens and then you go what I don't like this my brain do not like and then mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. bad things happen um so what what was was that part of the decision that you made to go talk to a psychiatrist like what was the if you feel comfortable like what was the did you have an impetus <laughs> Well, okay. So I feel like it's it's important uh, to note here that I have combination type. Um, so do I. Yeah. So impulsive decisions is for sure. <laughs> like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I sat down, I made a logical, analytical, and like I, I looked at my life and I said, this is the moment. This is the step that I need. It was just kind of like, this is a thing I think I have and I'm free on Tuesday. <laughs> that's most I'm, and then i walked in he's like what brought you in i was like impulsive decision making he was like well <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed you by the shoulders swung you around and said yep you got it good luck out <laughs> you there you got buddy. it i was actually working <laughs> Avoid loud noises in, i was working in a uh, in a call center in orlando at the time and i had a really hard time actually doing the job Oh, um, it was just like it was only, it wasn't like a long day it was only like four to five hours of work and like 30 minutes or so of it at the end was just cleaning up uh from the day which was fine but it was still like four hours of very monotonous work that i didn't want to do which was just calling people that very obviously did not want to be called <laughs> right <laughs> and um i had a really hard time actually convincing myself to do the work so i was like i i wonder if there's a reason uh turns out yeah uh, well, the goal what? was to get medicine so that i could sit down and do the work but then i lost that job so it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious i'm picturing so the call center i'm picturing you in mm -hmm. like a like a like a officey leany chair with a headset on and you're like leaning back and you're kind of like bouncing while somebody's on the phone did you have i got like were, was there like a default fidget or was there, did you pace did you like throw a ball up in the air and catch it? Like you had to be doing so, something. Like Steve McQueen? Exactly like Steve McQueen. Okay, <laughs> first of all, uh, it's it was like a very low key call center. Like it, it was just for like one small business. So there was like six of us that worked there throughout the week. At any given time, there was like two, maybe three of us in the office. And the office was just a house that they put some desks in. 
So there was like a kitchen Counts. right behind me. There was like a bed off to my right. Like it was the just blender it was starts like a... going just for some like it's smoothie hour. <laughs> you yeah, got the office was... next to the kitchen. <laughs> it was just a super comfortable like place to work in, which did not help. Um, oh no! And yeah, so uh, like I would do enough to when you looked at the paperwork at the end of the night, you'd be like, "He's an average worker." <laughs> 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 But it would just, that would be out of fear. It'd be the end of my shift. I'd be like, oh no. And I would just be rapid dialing like numbers on the phone. Like, hello, do you want to, no, hello, do you want, no. <laughs> um, so I don't think I, I would, uh, I don't know if I have like my legs shake. I do that a lot. It's oh, yeah. shaking right now. That's a thing that I do. Um, I would listen to podcasts and stuff. Nice. While I was like at work in my, like just quietly, or I would like, or I would watch like TV on the computer, like quietly. And if uh, someone actually answered a call, then I would just pause it really quick and go. So I would just nice. make it so monotonous, which sometimes it would work very well, but sometimes the extra stimulus would be too much. And then I would just <laughs> only focus on the, <laughs> the other thing. Yeah, it's a delicate balance you have to strike. You did it! Congratulations! You made it halfway through the episode. Someday... 15 minutes. I think this one's going to be like 15 minutes. You made it 15 minutes through the episode. There you go. Someday, when we're famous podcasters, we'll have a commercial here. Probably for Casper Mattress or Me Undies. But right now, we don't really have anything to say. Send me sheets, parachute. Uh, I want those sheets. So, hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. Don't forget next week is our Dungeons and Dragons. I'm really excited Patreon about it. And the page, we also have Patreon. That was really good. I'm <laughs> really crushing this commercial. Um, okay, bye. Patreon, Patreon.com slash Transition. So what was that like? So going from the call center where you were like, you know, kind of like struggling to like do the thing to like winding up in March, there's a pandemic on to like now you're doing TikToks like every day. What was it like in terms of like that? What was that transition like? Like, how did that even happen? How did you wind up on I... TikTok? Like, what is your TikTok story? <laughs> TikTok stories. I, w- I was really reluctant to download it. Same, I didn't actually. want it because yeah, I don't I thought it was just a trend that would go away and much like every other trend like musically came first I was I was I never downloaded musically I never got vine I never got in I never watched any of those like the only vine references I know were because people said one around me and I said what is that and they said you don't know and then they would have to show me <laughs> but I like I've never been on vine or watched any of that stuff I I barely watch TikTok. I have just now recently like started to actually watch TikTok. <laughs> but it can somebody, get you in your head sometimes. You're like, yeah, that person's so much better than me. Oh my god! It's not even that. I just never wanted to. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It, somebody at one point, and this was if you look back, like my first video ever was like in February. Like I haven't. I downloaded it in February. I didn't have it for a very long time. Uh, before I like got my first viral video and that's not supposed to be like I'm that good it's just that's a testament to how much I didn't want TikTok somebody was like hey 
if you're going to be a comedian or an entertainment at all, you have to download TikTok. Trust me, this is my job. And I was like, fine. So I got it and I started putting out videos. Quarantine hit and I put out a video every single day for the next 30 days. And day 14 was um, the first table sketch video and that blew up. So I was like, I guess I'll just keep doing these. And we're now we're eight months in. Jeez. <laughs> so, okay. So I promise I won't, I'm going to try and ask you only really good questions about your table <laughs> sketches, but my, my main question, and this is one like I've, cause I've been watching your videos for like a long ass time. Do people like, did you have to get all of the stuff or like, as, as like you got more popular, did people start sending you like, this is the thing of my state. Like here are the things of my people. Like, yeah, how did you get this stuff? One. This is this is what I'm worried about the most. <laughs> People sent me most of the stuff. So if you if you look at like the very first few and even some of the characters now, uh, the original idea wasn't supposed to be like a thing that um, a series. It was just like a one off idea that I had. And it was just those five characters of Florida, California, uh, the government, New York and Texas. Because uh, I felt like those would be the best. They have the most uh, crazy personalities. They're the biggest. <laughs> and their outfits were very much not anything specific. Right. Florida had a tank top and a flamingo hat that I just had. Clearly uh, <laughs> that stuck. <laughs> yeah. Texas wore, you know, the, the, the flannel with the cowboy hat that I just had. Uh, California wore, wore an unbuttoned flannel with a beanie and glasses that I just had. New York had a trench coat, weirdly, that I had. <laughs> and at first, DC was just a, a polo. Uh, so it, none of it was just like state-related stuff. It was just things that I had. And when I moved on uh, from that, I started asking my friends if I could borrow stuff that they had. Like, I have a friend who's a really big uh, Ohio sports fan. And I was like, hey, can I borrow some some gear and he gave me an Ohio State jersey and an Ohio State hat uh and then I asked my buddy Lou if I could borrow his Saints jersey oddly enough my friend Lou gave me Louisiana gear um huh. and that's what I use to this day is just the jersey that he gave me um so I asked people if I could borrow stuff and then it event by that time it had taken off enough and people were like can I send you stuff and I was like oh, <laughs> I gotta get a P.O. box and then I did. Yeah. And now everything you see back here, I don't think I bought a single hat. And That's this is impressive. This isn't even all of them. This is probably like a third of my hats. Jeez. <laughs> so how, how, I'm, I'm curious, have there ever been any states that you like were having a hard time personifying? Like California, California, coffee, like liberal, whatever. Florida, alligators, are crazy. But like, yeah. Have there ever been a state where, like, what is that state's, like, identity? How, how do I do a caricature of that state? Most of the Midwest. I was going to say, I was, like, I was yeah. sitting here thinking, because I'm from Illinois. I'm from Michigan, and, yeah. And so I was, like, how many times have people from Illinois been, like, offended by your... Every like, time. You know, they, they're, Every like, time. wait, you're Every wearing, time. like, Cardinals and not Cubs, or Cubs, not Cardinals, and it's just, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I so I, I wore the, the Cubs stuff, because that's what was sent to me, and people are, like, um you know, Illinois isn't just Chicago. And I said, I would, I beg to differ. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's nothing like if I leave, if I leave Chicago, I'll just hit 
corn, and I'm not going to do a sketch about corn. It's either going to be Chicago or you're going to have to invent a corn costume. I'll send you a bunch of, like, John Deere shit you can... I mean, what really uh, put me off on the idea that the entire Midwest is the same is when I did the first Ohio sketch, which was the first uh, Midwest state that I did, uh, people would comment things like, no, that's Michigan, or no, that's <laughs> Illinois, or no, that's this. I'm like, y- all of you are the same thing. Like, I did Ohio. <laughs> I-, I asked people for information about Ohio, and they gave me stuff. And then later, I asked people for information about Indiana, and they gave me the same stuff. <laughs> Other than, like, a few things. Like, the only difference was that, like, Ohio puts chili on spaghetti in Cincinnati, and, like, Indiana <laughs> has a town called Santa Claus. Like, other than those, like, very specific things, exactly the same state. And that's what happens everywhere. You get one big city, and then everything outside of it is the exact same for the entire mid. Like, it's just Wyoming? Just, what, yeah. what, what, what am I going to do for Wyoming? Yeah, Jeff, Wyoming's just always kind of frustrated that it's the, it's at the end of every alphabetical <laughs> list. Yeah, like, that's its whole thing. The only reason Colorado is any different is because they have legal weed. Because they got the weed. <laughs> that's because they got all the weed. They have mountains. <laughs> they have mountains and weed, and that's what oh. separates Colorado. <laughs> so that has to be his personality. He's mountains. Oh and, he's just a crunchy weed smoker. <laughs> but it's, it also has to be hard though too because like i mean comparatively like you have you're at like what like 1.5 million followers right now something yeah. crazy so like we're pretty small fishies compared to you but so you have more eyes like you've got more people looking at you and saying like that's not illinois hey like <laughs> what what is that like having having that many people just like watching your stuff all the time is that does it ever get like overwhelming or weird not really. I don't really presents. think about it, honestly. I, it's not. It, I guess it's just the law of big numbers or something. It just doesn't matter. It, I. It doesn't really. I don't feel it any differently. What, you know? Was there a point when you were like, okay, now I don't have to. Like, I'm not. I'm not looking anymore. Or you have. Have you never looked? I used to look. It got to a point, but it's not because like, you know, I didn't want to. It's just that I couldn't possibly keep up with everything because it's not just tiktok that i'm posting on i'm also posting on youtube and instagram and patreon and twitter and and so i like combined across all platforms i've probably got like two million followers so Mm -hmm. uh when i post it on tiktok i might get like a few hundred comments but then i'll also get those same comments on facebook and instagram and twitter and patreon and i there's just no way to possibly keep up with all the comments anymore so what i'll do is i'll post i might respond to some early comments uh but then i'll just look back at it in like a couple hours and whatever comments are at the top i'll i might like i'll like it and respond to that but it's just it's impossible to keep up anymore as far as information about the state i ask people to tell me what I should do for their state. So I'm not like personally going out and be like, this is what I think of Illinois. It's just like, I'll ask people like, hey, what's special about Illinois? And then they'll like, people from Illinois will tell me about Illinois. And then that's what I'll turn into a sketch. So for the <laughs> most part, I'd say most of my comments are pretty much like, hey, this is spot on. Uh, the one bit that I think I got the most backlash about was Michigan. Oh, um, I'm from Michigan. Let's do this. Yeah, and the only reason is because people from Michigan tend to think that the the Upper Peninsula just doesn't matter or exist. 
So <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. I wore like the best Detroit. Part of <laughs> that is also a thing. Yes, that's why we're mad. Is because we know it's just it's so much better. We just can't possibly acknowledge it. We would go insane. We're the middle. Like, well, yeah, it's terrible. I wore Detroit clothes to represent the Lower Peninsula. So I had like a Lions jersey and a Tigers hat, and then I spoke with a with a with a UP with a Uper accent. Nice. And everyone was like, "That's not what we sound like." And I said, "I would beg to differ." <laughs> I would. I, I don't think you ever heard yourself in a mirror. Um, uh, it was weird, like growing up, been... growing yeah. up in Michigan and like not hearing, getting so used to the accent, and then moving to California and then going back. It's like, do oh my god, do I yeah. sound like that? Like holy <laughs> shit. Oh, I've gotten to the point which, now people will comment like that's not what we sound like and then I'll respond with that's not what you sound like right. and I bet if you left your house you'd probably hear it do you feel any like a smug sense of vindication in getting to represent Florida as a person who lives in Florida Yeah, because everybody always shits on Florida like everybody always shits on Florida and it's just like well, I've seen your material you shit on Florida quite a bit I do quite but I do bit. it accurately that's true. It is precise, like scalpel-like precision. Because, like, I don't, I don't think I feel that. I mean, I've seen like those, uh, those videos. Some of the artists on TikTok will do like, I'm turning all these states into the TikTokers that best represent them. And like, I get tagged in that a lot with people just going, Ben Brainerd for Florida because I play Florida. But like, I'll be the, like, I don't know. Mr. Hamilton lives here too. He's got 4 million more followers than me. I think he's probably, I mean, he's way too nice to be a representative of the state of Florida. <laughs> uh, but he's got, he's got a bit much bigger following than I do. Um, when I, when I see people make fun of Florida, it's never very like specific. It's just kind of like Florida's dumb and crazy. And then when I do it, it's like, here's an actual article about a thing that happened in Florida. <laughs> and I'm going to make jokes about this specific thing. Um, at least I try to do that as house. often as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I live 30 minutes away from uh, a lake with over 10,000 alligators in it. Like, <laughs> what? This Jesus. is just a normal thing. And nobody talks about it. Like, it's just, yeah, it's there. That's it. Who counted the alligators? What? Oh, somebody. I don't know. <laughs> So There's like you just had actual... to count all those fucking alligators? Yeah, because they have job? to know for environmental displacement reasons, like you got to know how many, just about how many alligators are in there. So they count the alligators and then every hurricane season, we count the alligators again and be like, well, there's a few missing. <laughs> well, okay, okay. If you so look under I would your like... seats, they're here tonight. I'd like to circle back to something that was just said. What does one do in a situation in which an alligator has gone missing? Is there oh, a you know, someone just, will find just... it. It's just like in their backyard? Yeah, it happens a lot. Um, there's like neighborhoods out near that area. And if they have like a pool in their backyard or something, they'll just find an alligator in it one day. Um, yeah, it's just super casual. My, I got a buddy who found one in his backyard. So he just picked it up and put it back in the lake. Um, <laughs> like you do, you, you know, like, oh, yeah, just go I don't... grab this <laughs> alligator real quick and if... chuck it on back. You know, like if you're know. not from here, there's a number you can call and someone will come pick it up. But I mean, generally, you can just go knock on your neighbor's door and be like, hey, can you do this for me? Can you just I grab would never this? in my life handle this opportunity is, to just throttle right. an alligator. Oh, my yeah. God. Is there, but is there, okay. like, is there like shade if you call the number? Like, are you like a little bitch if you call the alligator number and you don't like deal with it? You yourself? don't tell people that you called it. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> 
I mean, most of the time when there's an alligator in your backyard, you just let it, you know, and then it'll, it'll leave on its own. I, I, I technically have like front property here because there's a four foot strip of land that <laughs> runs all the way down until it touches a lake. Um, well, you so can hold at least like 6,000 alligators in that thing, I'm sure. <laughs> so technically I have lakefront property and sometimes, you know, Little, little baby alligator, boop, boop, you know, just pop up on the on the edge of the lake, and if you just wait long enough, it'll go away. You know, it'll just go back into the lake. Um, so a lot of times it's just like you're not worried about it. If there's one in your pool, then you're like, I, I, I'm not jumping in a pool to get the alligator. So you have to wait for the alligator to, to get out of the pool to be sunbathing on the deck, and that's when you can do something about it. Um, really, the 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 main thing you got to remember, right? is that the muscles that close an alligator's mouth close at about 4,000 pounds per square inch, which is like enough to break your bones. But the muscles that open an alligator's mouth only open at about four pounds per square inch. Uh. So you can effectively close an alligator's mouth with a thick rubber band, which is why if you watch like swamp people or whatever, all they have is electric tape. You just put a couple strands of electric tape around an alligator's mouth and he can't open it. Have you ever done this personally? Look, okay. <laughs> for legal reasons, can you not answer that question? <laughs> what do you I've think I was doing Florida. right before I came here? <laughs> I've lived in Florida for 24 years, and there's a reason I have this knowledge. That's okay. That's super valid. I'm. This fascinates me, like, because I like I grew up in <laughs> Illinois. We don't have interesting. We have deer. We have vengeful deer who. Like, you know, just wander the highways looking for the souls of their lost lovers. I'm picturing but... like, like a, a tank top Floridian father with like his young child who's just turned That's four. And boy. it's like, it's your fourth birthday, son. <laughs> time, to time to find to an alligator. Grab the electrical tape. Like, come on yeah, down gotta, to the land of 10,000 You gotta sneak lakes. up behind it while it's oh, sleeping. Yeah. That's the safest way to do it. And then just throw yourself on its back. Uh, generally, the smaller the better because you can just kind of pick it up. They're they're long, but they're not. You know, the the, the smaller they are, the, the lighter they are. You can. I need to do this as soon as possible. I'm honestly like at this <laughs> point, I I feel like a like a great ADHD hyper focus coming on. <laughs> of like here, con, this is the month where Katie became an alligator hunter, and we never we don't talk about it. This is what happens. People tell me cool things, and then I go, I want to do that, and like now I'm a blacksmith. Like that's the last time that happened, and now I just I can foresee like my future is going to be researching alligator handling techniques. They're scared. They're more scared of you than you are of them. I saw a video because. Anytime alligators or Florida pops up in a TikTok, I get tagged in it. It just without oh, yeah. without sure. yeah, there's yeah. I will get tagged in it by many people if there's an alligator or some sort of Florida reference in it whatsoever. And I got tagged in this one a little bit ago, a lot. Uh, there's a guy just swimming in a lake, and an alligator comes up and just bumps his shoulder, and he looks over at it and does nothing, and then the alligator bites his shoulder. It was a little nibble. It wasn't like anything crazy. It was just a little, let me see what this tastes like. You know, and the alligator takes a little nibble and the guy like elbows it off and then freaks out and then climbs up the ladder. But you can see like the alligator doesn't go after him again. He just kind of drifts slowly away. Like he's just Sorry. done with this person. In that super and you can see, cool alligator way that they do where it's like just their nose. Oh, yeah. So cool. And he just drifts away. He doesn't care anymore. And then there's like another guy in the corner that is not the main focus of the video. But if you're looking for him, you can see him. He's like in the corner and he's still there just chilling. 
Like he doesn't care. Like he's just like, yeah, <laughs> dummy. Um, and that's just, this is kind of how it goes. You know, it, they'll bother you a little bit, but if you, if you make a commotion, they're, they're not, they're not going to put up with it anymore. Um, there was also one that I got tagged in. There was a guy in a lake trying to swim uh, to land and you could see this little alligator just like creeping up behind him slowly like if it, if the alligator wanted to attack him, he'd been done. But the alligator was just chilling, like he was just cruising, you know. He was like minding his own <laughs> business, going towards this guy, trying to check it out, you know. And people were screaming at the alligator from shore, and he was just swimming as fast as he could. He wasn't gonna make it. Alligator was clearly catching him, so his buddy jumped off like a tree branch and pulled oh, yeah. elbowed. <laughs> the alligator just like straight up just landed on the alligator's nose with an elbow diving from a tree Aww, and then the alligator buddy. swam away super chill uh you make enough commotion they they won't bother you this is i feel like i'm learning a lot about alligator like a sh like i wasn't <laughs> expecting this podcast to go this way but i'm okay with it yeah like, I, I'm, I'm learning i learned a, i've seen that video and frankly i learned a lot about myself when i saw that video yeah, it's true. like would do i love anybody <laughs> in this world enough to elbow drop an alligator i would them? elbow drop an alligator for you yeah just you can't turn up you can't pass Thanks, up that yeah. opportunity i would i would do it well actually i would do it because i want i would want to say that i did it I was going to say, I was like, you, sorry, that's, that's, a, yeah, cocktail. that's, like, a, that's just a cocktail story. That's just like, what that's happened. what it is. I'm so, trying to get on the moth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, just, uh, alligator filled lakes, um, aside, I also feel like you are in a very unique position in this moment. What are, what are things about Florida that people don't know that you're like, Florida, this is awesome. We have really good, whatever. <laughs> like what's the, what's like the thing that you're like, oh, I wish people knew that we're not just Disney world. <laughs> well, you have 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, um, uh, we have the oldest city in America. <laughs> That's cool. What? What, you mean like Saint a Aug name? Like... St. Augustine, Florida is the oldest city in America. It was founded in like, I don't know, I had to Google it, but I think like the 15 or 1600s. Huh. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it, it was founded by like the Spanish. Yeah, it's just a, it's a Span old Spanish town. Um, and we have the fort there, the Castillo de San Marcos is there and it's a common thing we all go on like field trips in school to the castillo de san marcos we take trips around this whole saint augustine the fountain of youth quote unquote is supposed to be in saint augustine there oh, is cool. a fountain you will not get younger by drinking from it but it's there um <laughs> the 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 whole fort was made out of coquina rocks because it's like a soft like sea rocks they had plenty of it but it's soft so when they shot cannonballs at it the cannonballs would just get absorbed into the wall and then lose all momentum Whoa. Yeah, and if you go like walking around the outside of the fort, you there's still cannonball holes there. Like they took the cannonballs out, but like there's still you can see the holes are very clearly there of the cannonball just going in and then stopping. Um, so the like oldest city in America. <laughs> yeah, uh, oldest city in America. They still have like a lot of the original cannon cannons there uh, that you can go look at and stuff. Um, no fan fiction allowed. <laughs> what? Because canon, say you're sorry for that joke. I'm sorry for that. 
but yeah, there's it's also supposedly haunted, of course. So there's like ghost tours during like Christmas time. They string up the whole city in Christmas lights, and you can do like the night of lights and get like a horse carriage ride throughout the whole town. Uh, there's also we have another city in Florida that is debatably the oldest city in America, um, <laughs> and that's Pensacola, Florida, in the Panhandle. They were incorporated like a few years before St. Augustine. However, mm. they lost their incorporation for a while and then got reincorporated. So oh. they were founded before St. Augustine, but weren't a city for a minute. And then they became a city again after St. Augustine. So oh. like, if you go to Pensacola, anybody that knows anything about Pensacola and lives there, they will argue with you night and day about them actually being the oldest city in America. <laughs> I'd love um, to see a fight just between the entire population of both of those people, just wielding alligators, sprinting at each other. Yeah, amazing. Pensacola would win if it was a if it was a fist fight. Yeah, Pensacola would win. They're 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 younger, uh, and there's more of them. <laughs> That'll generally do it. Yeah, we've got to keep your rubber bands on you so you can clamp the mouth shut if you need to. However. If they were allowed to bring a friend that lives close by, uh, St. Augustine would recruit Jacksonville and it would be all over. <laughs> you have thought a lot about this. This is, yeah, I was going to say, this is like a, <laughs> so honestly, I would play this like as a D&D &D campaign. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, this portion of Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest is sponsored by the Florida Visitors Bureau. Uh, we're here say. with Ben Brainerd, who's uh, teaching us all about the his. You never think about Florida being historical. Like I don't yeah. know why, but like in my brain, like Florida just like happened in like the '80s. But like it's very, it's very historical. Florida happened we with were... Scarface. Before that, it was just like this black nothing of history. <laughs> just like I mean, we have. A lot of our towns are named after the Native American tribes that were here mm. before us. And because we were Spanish owned, they got to stay for a minute. You know, they weren't like, uh, I mean, Christopher Columbus was a terrible person, that, but he didn't land on Florida. He landed in like, I don't know, the Bahamas or wherever. Um, mm. So the Spanish came here. So we're like half, like half our state is based off of like Spanish stuff and half our state is based off of like Native American stuff. And we still have the Everglades, of course. So right. if you want to go check out like the swamp of all swamps, this is this is the <laughs> Yellowstone of swamps in our state that people just forget about, you know. And um, we also have uh, uh, Panama City Beach (PCB), Spring Break capital of the world. Uh, I did a show people... there one time. Yeah, MTV Very... Spring Spring Break was filmed in <laughs> Panama City Beach, Florida. <laughs> I did. I want to be very clear. I was not on MTV Spring Break. Oh, I thought you were everyone frantically googling. <laughs> no, I did. I did a, a magic show there one time. It was very weird. Katie is frustratingly successful in a number of different. Yeah, completely unrelated my weird, <laughs> my weird, um, my weird claim to fame that nobody on TikTok knows about is that I'm actually a professional magician. And and then oh. I always like because I got niched I got niched on TikTok yeah. into uh -huh. talking about the sex and ADHD spoke, and that was it and then but I'm like but also like I read minds for a living that's like what I do like I have a silly character and it's, it's the whole thing uh, but yeah no I did I did a show in in, in on the on the beach so there you go right. I've done a couple comedy shows in PCB oh my god the the whole town is a lot older than you'd think given its reputation as the spring break capital of, of the world <laughs> we also have a few more capitals with a lightning strike shark bite and meth capitals of the world wow which is pretty cool in florida 
Kachow. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> we have, this is just a weird one that I only know because my friend went there. Uh, there's a college in Lakeland, Florida. <clears throat> Shout out Florida Southern. They have the only citrus major in the country. You can major in citrus at Florida Southern University. <laughs> okay. They do a lot of acid there. But boo. Boom. Right. Oh my God. Boom, boom. All right. Boom, boom. Okay. We're going to edit that part you know, out. I, um, you know, I this, not. Now, I have to go, surprisingly. <laughs> this, but dude. just only because I, I viscerally hate you. It's not, it's, that's it. It's the only reason is I, I pray for your death it's, every day. It's also, I, the, we both have a deathly allergy to terrible jokes. So we have to go find. I'm microdosing. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing the um, the Princess Bride thing. Oh my! So that I'm... was a microdose to you. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I've been oh, on it for God. 26 years. What now, is so. happening in this? Um... You're listening to season one, episode six of Katie and Eric's Infinite Quest and ADHD Adventure with Ben Brainerd. We have more Ben Brainerd coming up after this. We just thought I'd, I just thought I'd, I'd break up the recording a little bit so you can go to the bathroom or like... It's intermission. It's intermission, yeah. Do you need popcorn? Go get some popcorn. Don't you need some popcorn from the thing? Maybe milk duds or something else. I always put a milk dud in the bottom of my slushie so it's frozen at what? the end. Yeah, Katie, it's amazing. What? You do what? If you take a milk dud and you put it at the bottom of your slushie, then it's frozen at the end. And so you're like, oh, I'm out of milk duds and I just finished my slushie. But then there's a, a frozen milk dud at the bottom and you get to eat it. It's really good. What happened to you? Fuck you, Katie. <laughs> Back to the show. What was we were going to change the subject? I was. What yeah. was going to happen? So our producer Brian is telling us we have to move on. <laughs> Brian, I, didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't. Brian okay, lives. There. Brian lives in the hearts and minds of us all. Um, <laughs> but uh, mainly our hearts, from being honest. Um, but I'm so I'm curious. What, like, what is your? How would you describe your process of creating content? Which is weird, creating in the first place because you're creating it out of nothing. It's not like cooking. Where and you, you write mm -hmm. scripts. You which write whole scripts. Fascinates me. Yeah. And, I, and, I and, and does right ADHD here. factor into enough. any of that? Like, <laughs> I'm sure it does. Uh, <laughs> the The whole process would probably go a lot quicker if <laughs> didn't have ADHD. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If I took my medicine regularly, I'd probably have a lot more content out there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's same TBH. Fine. <laughs> but Take your meds, uh, the whole process kind of starts with uh, first step is getting the information so i don't actually just trust google a lot of times on this stuff because you it, like it, all, most of the information about states is just opinions like this is a thing that we think is a real thing about this state um so i go and i post on on facebook is usually the place that i go to that's the easiest platform to gather all this information so i'll just post like hey let me know what you know about such and such um and then i let that post simmer for like two hours and then I'll go through all the comments and I'll take the ones that either there's a lot of responses to or I've seen a few times and I'll make a list about those things. Um, and then I do my own research where I'll Google like, hey, uh, uh, cliches about such and such state or um, <clears throat> common phrases in such and such state you know because every every state has their own kind of like dialect like 
Louisiana and New Mexico are like the biggest ones in that. Like Louisiana speaks Cajun French, so they have all these sayings like "Ferodo" means party, like a, a night, like a party that lasts all night long. But um, the phrase like directly translates to like take a nap. Um, and I guess f- it comes from just like, uh, like back then when they would have these parties, they would have a room in the back where mothers would go to put their children down to sleep so that they could go rejoin the dance party. Yeah. So you gotta go put you gotta go put the the baby down to dodo. We're going dodo. So you gotta put the the baby to sleep so you can go get go get your crunk wow. on or whatever. Um, that's and that's new, great. Of- yeah, New Mexico has like. Uh, like if you look up things that things Boricuas say, Burqueños, things Burqueños say, uh, mm. they have like a whole a dialogue that they have that's like specific to New Mexicans. Um, and then you have like regional dialects, you know, like up, up like the northern Midwest say like hot dish casserole instead of like potluck or something like that, you know, or or like the pot versus soda debate. You got to figure out which thing say what. Vindication. Uh, yeah, you gotta know which states say y'all and which ones say you guys and which ones say you guys. So do you say soda or pop? I'm just, you know, I say this soda. might ruin. You say soda. Oh, fuck you guys. Oh god, just let me just bask in this win. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday in the car, and like I'm a fervent team pop. I've been pop my whole life. I don't even like pop, but I'm permanently mm-hmm. team pop. Oh, god, and everybody yeah. just. Even now, it's all over me about it's it. hitting my ears so wrong. I, it's like everyone's entitled right to their wrong opinions. <laughs> they are. They are. Like you oh can have gosh. it, you're still wrong. <laughs> the weird yeah. one to me is that some states don't say soda or pop; they just say Coke. Regardless yeah. of what it that, is, right? they just say Coke, and it's like mm, that's an actual thing. Yeah, that I can't stand by. That's just incorrect. <laughs> like that just doesn't. That's a more specific version of a thing that doesn't make any sense. You'd be Why? holding a Sprite. What are you drinking? It's a Coke. It's a Coke. It's like, what? That so, doesn't make sense. But well, I, I like the, the one, this is something I learned, is like, what? Okay, so in Florida, if you decide to play a hilarious prank on your neighbors and you throw a bunch of toilet paper into their tree, what do you call that in Florida? TP. Okay. What do you call it? That's, yeah, we call it going TPing. Going TPing? But apparently a lot teeping. of people say, like, it's called papering. Like, some states Ew. call it papering. There's a couple of other ones, but, like, that's, like, a thing, too. It's, like, a regional thing. Who says thing. that? Bring them to me. I just want to talk. Jeez. I'm also curious, while while we're on the subject of doing this, do you do either of you have a name for the night before Halloween? Um, I call it How's Hallow's Eve. Hallow's Eve. Katie? Build day. Build day? Oh, because you're building when you make their your costume. Make all your I guess that's right. We're sitting in a room full of fabric. I could have guessed that. (laughs) In Connecticut we call it mischief night. And I've heard that like only specifically in like Connecticut, like you know, you see those maps where it's like mm-hmm. colored. All these people say pop. All these people say soda. It's like the whole country has like no name for it or very, but no like solid name. But then for some reason, everybody in Connecticut says mischief night. Mischief night. Uh, Michigan calls it Devil's Night. Oh, I guess I no, we don't. <laughs> you can't just tell Ben Brainer that he's wrong about state I, facts. That's like that's like fifty percent of your life right now is people telling you you're wrong about states. I'm just joining the yeah. just joining the winning team. Maybe it wasn't Michigan, but somebody said maybe it was Minnesota. I think maybe it, maybe it was Minnesota, but somebody was like, yeah, a, a few people were just like, we call it Devil's Night in you know this place. So uh, mischief night. I heard that one in Connecticut. Um, I think New Jersey also has something. Um, 
and then either Michigan or Minnesota, there's like a group that call it Devil's Night. Um, but if you celebrate, <clears throat> excuse me, if you celebrate uh, Dia de los Muertos, that's like a three day long celebration. Each day has like a different name. So there's like Dia de los Muertos and then there's like All Saints Day and then there's something else as well. So that like that celebration lasts from like uh, October 31st until like November 2nd. And it's like three separate, that. three full days of like three separate things. It's a long time to put a baby to sleep for. <laughs> what? Because you got to put your baby to sleep for you. Uh, oh, I know. I know. It, was, it was a callback. It works, right? <laughs> it was a hilarious callback. Did you ever? Okay, so I'm here's here's my. You're just crushing this, uh, <laughs> crushing the game today. So when you were like a little little baby comedian, just like starting to make yourself, you know, known in the world, did you ever think mm -hmm. that like your life would just be a like an encyclopedic repository of weird trivia facts about states? <laughs> like, is this where you saw your comedy career going? No, not specifically about <laughs> states, but like, like even up to this point, I was still just like a wealth of bizarre knowledge that nobody ever needed to know. Like, I was fun to have on a trivia team because I would just get the bizarre things. You know, um, but okay, now what? it's just like, I will get the bizarre things and the state things. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So we're an ADHD podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. What is your favorite weird fact? Like, what's your favorite, like, let me, like, here's my five minute pitch about like what, like your weird topic. Like, what's your thing? Now that you say that, I've forgotten everything. Um, that's, that's, that's okay. I have like four like very specific yeah, ones. Clearly, you had an answer, in but mind, Katie. You I, I well, no. I mean, I'm. It's what are weird, what are your things? It's I'm I'm my my truly weird thing, and we're gonna talk about this on a different podcast. Um, but I became obsessed with the idea of figuring out how big the turkey was in Christmas Carol. Oh God! <laughs> like one Scrooge. Brings the turkey to this the cratchits. I'm not gonna tell the story because okay. it's too. It's, this is like a, and I went on like like when I went on a three day research bender. Like I didn't eat or sleep for three days, and I I figured it out. I found the answer to how big the turkey would have been in a Christmas Carol, and it is mm -hmm. one of my favorite things in the whole world to talk about. It. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> like they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like I'm, you know, I'm an accountant and I'm a librarian, and I'm like, and I know how big the turkey was in a Christmas Carol. <laughs> People are like, why Why are you the way that you are? And I say, because I have ADHD. Thank you. Um, and hyperfocus is a bitch. And that's it. That's the whole story. But <laughs> I think maybe I'd say the alligator thing that I already told you guys. Just like, I mean, that was like that the, was super interesting. The bite force thing? Yeah, the bite force on an alligator. I don't, it's been a while since I've like confirmed that, but I'm pretty sure it's like four and 4,000. Like it, without a doubt, it is an insane amount higher biting right. down than opening up. <laughs> I remember on on Nickelodeon back in the in the mid two thousands, there was like a commercial break where they said that fact, and like <laughs> this kid was getting bullied by a kid, and it was one of those weird premises where like gushers are magic, so you can like do some magic thing. <laughs> so this kid eats like a, a snack, and suddenly he can like transport people places, and he transports the bullet this bully to be holding an alligator's mouth shut. And it's like, did you know that the ba 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 ba? And so he's stuck there because like he can hold it shut, but as soon as he lets go. It's going to be. So anyways, that's why I, I know that, because Nickelodeon. Thanks, Nickelodeon. This segment of Katie Eric's <laughs> Request, sponsored by Gushers. Sponsored by Gushers, indeed. I don't really have any, like, I have a lot of things of just, like, this is the hill that I will die on, but it's never really, like, bizarre fact-related. It's just, like, here's my opinion, and I'm right. What What is your favorite hill to die on? What's your, what's um, your like? So, Okay. 
I cannot stand Eliza Schlesinger, the comedian. <laughs> okay. I, I have argued about her a lot, and I know people really like her, and she's relatable, but I cannot stand her. Um, I, 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 I don't think, like, I, I give her chances. This is what I do. I watch her specials. I say, I, if you're on Netflix, I will give you a shot, and I would watch. I watched her last one, Elder Millennial, and I said, this is the same joke for an hour. <laughs> her entire special give 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 or take like a couple jokes her entire special was just the difference between men and women for an hour and there's a rule in in comedy that like you know um premises can't be hacky but if you keep doing it <sighs> it's played i mean that that you can go to you can look at like bits from the early 80s like that is like the oldest bit that i can think like just yeah, men I are mean, like this, but then women are all like this and stuff like like it's just such a yeah. played out thing. I am impressed at how like I love I like stand up comedy a lot. I've done it once or twice. It was bad, um, but I appreciate like the craft of it. So I'm kind of impressed at how like you might not like like her her topic choices and all that, but like mm -hmm. I thought correct. Like I'm actually now that I think of it, curious to hear what you think about it. Like it seems like technically she was pretty proficient. Like, in the way that she sort of flowed, in the way that she used rhythm, like, I was impressed that she was that good at, like, 25, but I still Well, <laughs> I mean, there's there's a difference between being technically good at comedy and being funny. And I don't yeah. know if that's the exact right way to word that, but you can get a lot of the really small technical aspects of performing stand-up comedy correct, but still not have strong material. Um, right. Like, there are some comics that are just, like, super out there with their experience expressions and, and stuff like that um and they sell the joke with their movements and their expressions and that's great and that's just a technical aspect of stand up comedy but a lot of times when those comics do that stuff you wouldn't be able to read their jokes and still laugh mm -hmm. because they focus so much on selling the joke with with physical humor that they you know their actual writing doesn't hold up which is why i have a lot of respect for people like um steve wright mitch hedberg mm -hmm. Uh, people like that, Anthony Jeselnik, mm. the fantastic writing. Like you could read their jokes and that, and still think that it's funny. You wouldn't have to watch them tell it. Um, right. And that's the most impressive thing to me. Now, if you could do those things, if you could be that good at writing the actual material and then extra sell it with how you're performing it, fantastic. Do, do you um, think there are any comedians out there like that? Probably. <laughs> well, I was I was going to ask how how did you find, and I'm sure you've been asked this question a lot, but how did you find your comedic voice? Like, how did you develop it? Because you have such a distinctive thing that you do, even you know, like any time that you're performing. Because I watch all of your TikToks, so like I feel like <laughs> clearly I'm an expert. But you know, like, uh, and I watch his stand up, so. <laughs> I'm kind of like an OG. Just <laughs> like yeah. how, like how did you find that? Like when you started doing comedy, like was it trial and error, or did you just like yeah. always have that kind of like feel of what you wanted to be? No, I still don't really <laughs> know. I I think every time I perform uh, now live, I just kind of go, well, I could have done this different, or I want to do that different. Um, there's just like I, 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 there's a, a book called the Comedy Bible, and there's just like this general idea that you won't find your voice in comedy for i think the the general consensus is 10 years 
Oh, wow. And I've only been doing it for three. So odds are I'm going to be a lot different in seven years than I am now. Um, yeah. Because I'll be continuing to grow. And that's a good thing. Um, a lot of people compare my style now to John Mulaney, which is accurate, I think. Yeah, I saw I'm not that. trying that, to copy him, but we just have there. the same cadence. Yeah. Uh, we just naturally have the same cadence and way of speaking. Like I'll be out of comedy. I I have been talking, like I'm passionate about the ending to the movie Castaway. I hate the movie Castaway and how it ends, <laughs> but I, I was just passionately talking about that. And someone who wasn't in the conversation turned to me and went, "Hey, is that a Mulaney bit?" <laughs> no, this is just me speaking. Like that's just what I sound like normally. Like I didn't know who John Mulaney was when I started stand-up comedy. I did comedy and then people were like, hey, have you heard of John Mulaney? And I said, no. And then they said, well, you should probably check it out. And then I watched him and I was like, I don't know why, but I really like this guy. And everyone was like, because you sound like him. This is <laughs> he also, he seemed to happen really fast. Like I didn't know who he was at all. And then I, the first I heard of him was new in town. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like, I, well, at the time I was like, he's going to be like the next Carlin. Like he's going to do all these bits. But as he goes and it expends more of like the jokes about like the difference between cats and dogs, like I'm interested in the bits mm -hmm. he's going to be doing when he's like 70. Like, what is he going to have dug into yeah. at that point? Well, let's see if he's still doing it at 70. He's a very uh, low key person. Like he, like I follow him on Instagram, and then most of the time when he does post, it's just like here's a picture of my wife, and like he doesn't really have like a very big social media presence. Mm -hmm. Of course, he does like the spots on like SNL and all that, and. But other than that, like, he's not really out there. I think he might have a Twitter, which he just uses to retweet Nick Kroll a lot. <laughs> uh, but, like, he's not out there. I don't I don't know if he's going to be in it at 70. I hope he is because I, I love his comedy. But he's just one of those guys I'm not, I'm not so sure that he's just going to be doing it forever. Because he, yeah. he seems like a guy that's just, like, at some point, he's just going to disappear. Yeah. I can and then see he'll it. Be happy. About that, but yeah, I think yeah. He'll be and I hope happy. he does. I think he'll be happy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so he'll we're take we're kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I wish him the best. Um, so we're we're wrapping up here at the end, um, but I'm really curious because like you are you are a comedian and you're like doing the thing and you found a way to do the thing during the pandemic in such like a fantastically creative way. What advice do you have for us? <laughs> <laughs> what advice do you have for us and then also <laughs> i could feel you just just there was a bush and you were just beating right around it i was like, going to say mm -hmm. what advice do you have for like young comedians who like look up to you and are seeing the work that you're doing like on t i was gonna ask an amazing oh, intelligent you question were thinking about other and people. you ruined you it were thinking about um, other people. I wasn't. I was thinking about okay. <laughs> no but what what advice would you would you give to you know like young comedians kids who are like watching you on tiktok and going like oh i want to be like ben brainerd when i grow up um don't <laughs> don't don't be me be you uh don't look at my comedy and be like i want to do that comedy when i'm older look at my work ethic and be like i want to work that hard at the com at the thing that i care about uh the couple of pieces of advice that i can give it's just very general pieces of advice to all comedians and you can tweak this a bit to fit whatever it is that you're doing uh step number one is to just do it there is no right way to start or wrong way to start. Just do it. 
Um, there's ways to find open mics in your town. Maybe not right now, but they're out there, Jerry, if you're looking for them. Um, just go on Facebook. It's, there's groups. Go online. There's websites. There's a way to find out where the open mics are, when they are, and just do it. It's not going to be good at first. I promise you that. It's not going to be good, but if you stick with it and you learn and you grow, you're going to get better. Uh, the other piece of advice that I have is it's never about being the funniest person in the room. It's always about being the hardest working person in the room. Hmm. If you have somebody in, in, in your scene that's way funnier than you naturally, but he's not putting in the work, and then you're not as funny as him, but you're likable and you work as hard as you possibly can at it, I, you're going to be more successful than that guy. Mm -hmm. That's just how it goes. It, it, be funny, sure. That's part of the job. People pay you to tell jokes and make other people laugh. Yes. But if you're not working harder than everybody else in the room, then I promise you there's going to be somebody that's doing better than you. That's amazing advice. Nice. It reminds me of what Ben Franklin said. He said, I do believe in luck, and I believe I have more of it when I work hard. <laughs> Haha. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I want to. So I, I, I want to start asking all of our guests. I was literally. I was going to see if you remembered. Oh, I, I was going to do yeah. it. Yeah, you do it. Look at that. Um, I want to start like doing like you know an inside the actor's studio thing where like we ask every guest like you know the not a series question. of questions but the same question because I find it a fascinating question. Um, so the question is, would you rather play every instrument in the world masterfully or speak every language in the world fluently? Every language in the world fluently. Really? Why is that? Uh, I can. Do you, do you know how many more people I can talk to? <laughs> sure, <laughs> a lot I can them. play a lot more. Like, yeah, man. Sure, I can play the piccolo flawlessly, but <laughs> but I'm still gonna get lost in Madrid. Like, <laughs> there are like so many more. And also, like, I can just learn the instruments if I want to. And you know what? I could go anywhere in the world to learn them because I can speak every language fluently. That unlocks an infinite amount of doors. If you can, if you can play every instrument in the world, uh, uh, like, masterfully, sure, some doors are open for you. But literally every door in the world is open if you know how to speak every language. It's an insane it's insane how much more opportunity there is for you out there if you can speak every language insane don't even that's not even a question i am i want to question the people that say instruments are you like there's something wrong they they hate people they don't i don't know <laughs> Eric, did, you, did you say instruments i did say instruments yeah why uh, well, God, you're Did so... you not think about it at all? Was it just like, I'm going to ask you a question. Don't think about it before you answer. I need you to immediately respond to this question when you hear it. Uh, and then you the did the ADHD thing of just answering the question before it's finished. Because somebody was like, would you rather play all every single instrument masterfully? And you were like, yep. And they were like, there's a second part to this. And you're like, doesn't matter. I'm not here for it. You put zero thought. There's every, every language. You can speak to any human in the world right now, always. I can redo all of my sketches in Spanish. Right now. Well, and it'll be fine. Why haven't you done that already, for one? Just because I don't, don't speak every language fluently. <laughs> oh, like... <laughs> well, so I said it because I figured... 
<laughs> well, I'm, I was honestly, I was, I was just about to say music is the universal language, which oh, no God, just speaking language universal would be the universal <laughs> language, wouldn't it, Eric? Uh, yes, it, I feel it, by so definition would. Vindicated yes, in this would. moment. But I, I also want to say, so so far of the people that we've asked this question to, people have given both answers. Some people answer very quickly. Well, some, some people, people are think wrong. For a second. <laughs> but everybody gets more impassioned about their answer as they explain why which i think is hilarious and they start like giving like who would possibly answer the other they get like mad it's i want to like put them in a polarizing. room and give it's them a each an alligator to wheel okay well i'm objectively right there's a million more doors that would be open for you just by speaking well you're assuming that that's like the measure of what the good answer would be is the doors that it would open but what if you didn't really particularly care about people or talking to people what if you wanted to like lock yourself in a shed yes. and just do if whatever you, for the rest of your if life if you don't have music. empathy and you're just like instruments <laughs> yep then there that's you go. fine <laughs> but like if you wanted to i don't know do oh. everything <laughs> if you if you just wanted to play music sure but if you wanted to do to do literally everything in the world yeah language yeah i mean that's a fair argument i, would, I just would like to say someday when the pandemic is over i hope that I can get to Florida and I can like be like, Hey Ben Brainerd, you want to hang out and get into a rant off? Because I just want to rant about stuff with you. Like that's all I want to do. I just, I, like, I'm a very passionate person and I feel like me and you, we could rant well together. That's all I want. I just, Have I'm you throwing... ever joined my lives when I talk about politics? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are like your, your rant game is so strong. Like you were, but it's, it's just good. But that's my comedy. Like my brand of comedy is like, listen to me get really heated about like Christmas turkeys or whatever. And so like, I just appreciate a good rant. Like that's a the weird that's thing. My stand-up comedy is very not like that. My stand-up is very logic and analytical and like methodical. And then when I get on live or when I'm talking like this, I will just go. There's a, <laughs> there's a whole rant. And just sure, it'll be funny sometimes. But my stand-up is very much just like, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, uh, we should probably, our producer is telling us that we have to move on. Ben Brainerd, <laughs> do you have any last thoughts, last things, last anything that you would like to say? Do you have anything you want to plug before you, you go? Um. Yeah, I have. Stand up is coming back slowly but surely, and uh, hopefully as safely as possible. Stand up is coming back. I have all of my shows available on my website. Excuse me. So if you want to catch me live, um, go to my website benbrainerd.com. There's a button that says shows, and I have all of my shows. I'm not just in Florida right now. So I have Orlando, Miami, uh, Little Rock, Kansas City. Uh, Panama City. So I have several shows coming up in the next couple of months. Uh, Tampa Bay, I believe I have a show there in February. So all that stuff is just on my website now. When ticket links become active, then I'll put them on there as well. So if you want to see me live, just go to my website, benbrainerd.com. Awesome. Sick. Ben, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. We're such big fans, and we're so grateful that you took the time to talk to us. Um, and this has been the Katie and Eric Super Quest. Yeah, awesome. And also, <laughs> I, I really want to see some sick alligator content from you. I don't, I don't know how, <laughs> how you, you, you're near alligators, and you're not just milking that for that sweet alligator content. <laughs> sweet <laughs> alligator content? Mwah. Let me, let me um, take a trip to the lake. <laughs> um, all right well thank you so much i really appreciate it and uh i hope you have a wonderful rest of your life bye
Special thanks to Ben Brainerd for being with us today, and thank you for joining us. You can find tour dates for Ben Brainerd's live stand-up shows on his website, benbrainerd.com. That's B-E-N-B-R-A-I-N-A-R-D.com. That was really good spelling. Thanks. I couldn't have done that off the Thanks. Top. I was reading, I'm reading it off the screen. It was really it's right there as well. It is right there. Tickets will be available as soon as the pandemic stops pandemicking, whenever that might be. As a reminder, if you're interested in supporting Infinite Quest, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash Infinite Quest. And as always, thank you so much for your support. We know we say this every single episode, but we just can't tell you what it means to know that there are people out there listening and excited about this project. So we will be back next week with a very special Dungeons and Dragons episode of Infinite Quest. And the week after that, we'll have burritos and ADHD on. So um, we'll see you soon. Bye. Goodbye. What the hell was that? <laughs> it was it what, really, Katie? It was really it was good. What? This is our new outro it song. It's just us going, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.